Hey everybody, this is Eric Stark with Radio Arizona RV. Today's episode is episode number 56. I'm going to be talking about WineGuard TV antennas and a little bit about King Satellite Dishes, a particular model of King Satellite Dish. So WineGuard antennas are pretty popular. It's been the RV antenna staple for decades now. So that's what we're going to discuss. What might be wrong with it when it's not working correctly, when you can't watch that TV show, when you're not getting any channels? But first, I want to remind everybody to go to RadioArizonaRV.com. From there, you can find links to our other websites, such as SunPro Manufacturing and Hot Boat Ropes and Arizona RV Parts Center. Those websites are where we sell the products that we either make or that we just sell online. And so check those out. Rather than always repeating it, I'm just going to go to RadioArizonaRV.com. And also while you're there at RadioArizonaRV.com, sometimes you only hear this show because you're listening to it through iTunes or Google Podcasts or Stitcher, Spotify, one of those channels. But sometimes on the website, there's things there that you don't normally get by just listening to it. You can go look at the website. You can peruse it, learn a little bit more about me, see what's going on, links to the other websites, as I said. You can sign up for our newsletter. Sometimes in the show notes per, for each episode, there's things in the show notes that I did not put in the show or when I was doing the show, did not record it. So you want to check that out when you have some time. Now, wine guard antennas. RVs have them. They've had them for years, decades now. It's a pretty popular antenna, and they've stayed the same over the years. They've changed very little. You know, a handle that works on one today can work on one that's 20 years old. A couple different style of shafts, but that's about it. And all the RV stores or most of the RV stores carry parts for them. So it's a pretty straightforward antenna. It's stood the test of time. You know, they don't fall apart on the roof. They're not like a super high-end looking thing. They're pretty basic, but they actually work pretty darn well. So it's a nice, impressive antenna. And what I appreciate, too, is that WineGuard hasn't tried to fix it, you know, or quote-unquote fix it. They've left it the same because it's a good design. So they haven't come out with a worse version of it. In other words, like, oh, let's do this and make it better, which actually makes it worse. We've all seen that. Doesn't even have to be the RV industry. It could be any industry. They do that. Try to improve and it makes it worse. So now with WineGuard antennas, you know, the whole point of the antenna, the TV antenna, so when you're out RVing, you're camping, wherever you're at, and you want to watch broadcast television. You want to dial in or tune into the local channels and see what's happening in the local area or just to get some entertainment, kill some time, whatever it might be. So you turn on your TV, you turn on the amplifier to the antenna, and you expect to see some sort of TV shows, right? You might have to move the antenna a little bit, adjust it. Maybe you look outside, see your neighbor's antenna where it's pointing. You kind of adjust yours the same way, you know, so you don't have to spend as much time. And it doesn't work. What happened? It worked the last time we were camping. worked yesterday at this other RV park. Why does it work today? Well, the simple thing could be just that it's not tuned in. You don't have it spun in the right direction. You know, you didn't get it high enough, low enough, whatever it might be. So you might have to mess with the adjustment. And, you know, we've had or I've had people over the years come into the store and quite often it's the same thing. It's just my neighbor's works. Mine doesn't work. I'm not getting any TV channels, and I've you know, set it right where theirs is. We've stood outside. They've even helped me, and I just don't seem to get any channels. So I ask them, what have you done to diagnose it? Diagnose it. Anything? And generally, it's no. Well, we just turned it, moved it, this and that. So it's got to be the antenna. I just want to get a new antenna. I don't want to screw around with it anymore. 
you know, so you give them the price of the new antenna, which, you know, a complete antenna, you're getting a couple bucks, you know, you're under 200, but it still gets right up there. And that scares them off. Then they have to replace everything. And that really scares them off. And then I always say, well, it's probably just a part. You don't need to buy an entire antenna. So we need to narrow down which part it is. And quite often I get resistance there because they don't want to have to do anything. And I get it. Sometimes it can be a hassle, but isn't it a hassle to replace parts? You know, you still have to dig into it to replace a part. And I find myself sometimes looking at something like, do I really want to mess with this? Is this what I want to do today or this afternoon? I don't have time for this. You know, I'll figure out something else. It's only because I don't want to dig into it. But the reality is we have to dig into it. If you're a do-it-yourselfer, just get past it. Just say, okay, I'm past that. I'm just going to dig into stuff from now on if it needs to be. Don't just do it on everything. But an antenna, when it's not working properly, you're going to have to do some tests. And they're not really that hard. You know, it might mean getting up on the roof. It's going to mean taking the plate where the amplifier is inside the RV off the wall. Those are some things you're going to have to do. But the diagnosing part is pretty straightforward. It's not that complex. And it makes it even easier if you have an RV store in the area where you can just go buy the defective part. So that simplifies it. So now, hopefully you're motivated. Next time you have a problem, you're going to dig into it, right? No more sitting there on the fence. So I don't want to mess with that anymore. Got an RV part near part store nearby, then that makes life even better. So what you're going to need is a test light or a voltmeter. And as I've said in the past, voltmeters are a better way to go, but a test light will work in this. Sometimes in an RV application, it's hard to find a ground where for a test light to work. It's not impossible. It just sometimes is a little more difficult. Where a voltmeter, it's much easier to do. So use whichever you're more comfortable with. But I think in my last episode, I said, just buy a voltmeter. And, you know, I found one a couple of months ago. Bought it at a hardware store. I just wanted it as a backup. Because I always seem to have my voltmeter at the wrong place. So I figure if I get two, I got it covered. And it was $59. And it's a pretty good one. It's not super high end, but it's not just a low end piece of junk. It's a decent voltmeter. It does 12 volts, 110 volts. Actually, it goes up to 300 volts. So you can use it in any volt range. You just have to put it on the right setting. It has amps and ohms and all that good stuff. So get yourself a voltmeter. You don't have to spend $59. You can spend 25 bucks if you want, but get a voltmeter. Okay, I'm going to quit harping on that too. That needs to just stop, doesn't it? Okay, so you're going to want to check a couple things for voltage, and that's how simple it is on a Weingart antenna. You, know, you have the head assembly, which is up on the roof, and that has a circuit board inside of it. Then you have the amplifier inside the RV. That's where you generally turn on the switch where your TV is hooked up to with the coax cable. That switch then turns on a light, and the light shows you that it's on. So that means the amplifier is on. doesn't mean it's working. just means it's on. So if you're not getting any stations, not any TV stations, the first thing to do is just pull the amplifier out of the wall. Take the two screws off the plate. You're going to pull it out. You're going to see some wires, coax cable. And there's a 12-volt wire going to it. It should be obvious. It's going to be red, more than likely, possibly white. And you're going to check it for voltage. If you have 12 volts at the amplifier, then your amplifier is more than likely good. Now, there's a little circuit board there, and that's basically the amplifier. So now what you're going to want to do, turn the amplifier off. Always make sure it's on for testing, off for working on it. Turn it off. 
and you're going to disconnect the coax cable that goes to the antenna. And it'll be marked. It'll say ANT antenna, something that's going to indicate that it's going up to the antenna on the roof. So you're going to disconnect that coax cable. Then you're going to turn your amplifier on and make sure that you have 12 volts coming out of the coax port where the coax cable goes in the center contact. If you have 12 volts there, turn it off, connect the cable back up. Then you go up to the roof and you disconnect the coax cable from the antenna. And you do the same thing. Turn the amplifier on. Probably have to have someone do it. You have your voltmeter up on the roof and you check to see if you have 12 volts going through the coax cable. If you have 12 volts going through the coax cable, then everything below the roof is good. So what that's going to indicate is more than likely the head on the antenna is bad. It has a circuit board in there. You can't just replace the circuit board. You have to replace the entire antenna head. They're under a hundred bucks. Most RV stores have them in stock. I think it's four screws to replace it and the coax cable. Pretty straightforward, pretty simple. And while you're up there, it's a good time to check your roof for other problems if you want to, if you're not rushed or stressed out. So then you put on your new head, hook everything back up, and it should work. So that's pretty much it. That's pretty straightforward. You know, how can you go wrong with that? That's not that complex of a repair job for an antenna. And over the years, I mean, I've heard hundreds and hundreds of people complaining about problems and they just don't want to get into the repair of it. So it's either the amplifier or the head. So if you have 12 volts going to the antenna head, but it's not working, more than likely the antenna head is bad. So you replace that. If you don't have 12 volts going up there, you replace the amplifier. You can't just get the circuit board. You buy the whole plate with the OS connector on it, little switch and everything. Oh, I think they're $50, $60, maybe $70, depending where you buy it at. So they're not over-the-top expensive. And so that saves you all the hassle of replacing the entire antenna. That is a pretty basic repair. Basic tools. You know, the hardest part is just going up on the roof to check things. That's kind of a hassle. you got to get a ladder out. But it's not the end of the world, especially if you have someone inside to help you do this, you know, to turn the switch on and off for testing purposes. So put everything back together, and you should be good to go. And then when you're in the RV park and someone else has the same problem, they're knocking on your door. Hey, um, I'm not getting any broadcast stations. Can you help me out? How'd you get your antenna adjusted? You know, you can walk them through it, but maybe they have a problem that you can help them diagnose. And that's what's so cool about the RV lifestyle is everybody helping everybody. And that's what makes it so much better when you have a neighbor in an RV park that's willing to help you. So be that neighbor because I'm sure somebody has helped you before. RVers are willing to help, and that's cool. That makes it so much more better. That's why it's a lifestyle, a lifestyle that so many people desire to have because it's friends helping friends, fellow RVers helping a fellow RVers. So now you now we're going to give you a word of caution here. Be careful. Don't get too involved. Um, you know, know your limits. You don't want to have the guy's RV torn apart. And say, oh, sorry, I can't help you, and you'll leave. No, that isn't going to do him any good. <laughs> So know your limits, know what you can and can't do. Even as a RV technician myself and what I can do and can't do, I know my limits. Working on cars, working on homes, I know my limits. Yeah, I'm a do-it-yourselfer and I've done a lot of things myself, but I also know when to stop. So keep that in mind. So that's the wine guard antenna and that's the most popular one. It's called the Batwing. It's on all the RVs. So now I want to talk about King control or king satellites but briefly before we get into that one other thing and i don't know if i've brought this up before 
There's so many things. I write down so much stuff, so many notes, and I get emails from listeners. In fact, there's one that I got about water fittings that I just have not turned into an episode yet, and I forget the person's name. It might be Carl. Um, haven't forgotten, just haven't had the time to really put it together. It's just about water fittings on what you should carry in your RV, kind of in your emergency kit, if you will. But anyway, back to the Atwood Jacks. Atwood Jacks are no longer available. You can't buy jacks. You can't buy parts for them. Dometic bought Atwood years ago. I forget how many, three, four, maybe five, not sure. Sometimes these things happen. You don't find out about it for maybe years, months, or a year afterwards. Just kind of happens silently in the background. Well, after Dometic bought Atwood, Dometic didn't want the jack portion of it, jack division. So they sold that to Lippert Components. Lippert Components sold out what they had in stock and stopped making jacks and parts, the Atwood jacks and parts. Pretty simple. They're all gone. You can't find them anymore. Well, I'm not going to say you can't. You might be able to find a store with some on the shelf somewhere that's not selling them online and they just happen to have some parts and pieces. But you're going to spend a lot of time looking and you're probably going to come up with nothing. So if you have Atwood jacks, whether it's tongue jacks, camper jacks, uh, fifth wheel landing gear, just plan on replacing them. And I know that's a hard pill to swallow, especially the fifth wheel landing gear, because it's not just like a $50 part. You're spending you know, several hundred dollars upgrading to new landing gear. It's going to take some time. It's going to be a little bit of a hassle, but you can do that. It's not the end of the world. And you're probably going to spend more time trying to find the part to fix a set of jacks or a jack that are no longer available than to just buy the new jacks and install them. And Stromberg Carlson is uh, one of the jack manufacturers that we recommend. They've been around for quite some time. They have good products. We sell a lot of their tongue jacks. We've sold their jack system or landing gear systems for fifth wheels. No problems whatsoever. And if you have any questions, you call them. They'll answer your questions. They know the Atwood jacks. They know them inside and out as far as what their system will replace. So I've called them several times, several different questions. And every time they've answered the question and they're very friendly and helpful. And that makes a big difference because you don't feel like you're bothering someone. You're talking to someone who makes you feel like they want to help you. So that's it on Atwood Jackson. Maybe I've brought that up before, but just as a reminder, give it up. Buy new jacks. <laughs> Probably not what you want to hear, but that's life. So now with the King satellite dish, and I'm bringing up satellite dishes because they're a different animal than your regular TV antenna. In fact, they're a little more complex to diagnose when problems go bad. You know, in the last year I've had, oh, I don't know, two or three dozen persons asking about WineGuard satellite dishes and they're looking for parts and the parts aren't available or some of the parts are available. And I say that no parts, some parts, because the dishes are no longer available. They stopped making it. It's obsolete. They're not producing parts anymore. The parts they have are just what's left in stock. Out at the store level, you know, the service centers, it's hard to find them. They've sold out. They stopped reordering because they know that the, that particular satellite dish has been discontinued. And that presents a problem. You know, when you put a satellite dish on an RV, you know, you put it on the roof, you got a big hole, you run wires to it, and it's there. You know, it's, uh, you can't hide that. And so to me, and this is me, to me, the problem with that is when that dish becomes obsolete, or it's too expensive to repair because remember when you take it into a facility to have it repaired, you're paying hundred bucks, hundred twenty five, hundred thirty dollars, hundred forty. I've heard of some outrageous labor rates, hundred and fifty. 
you're paying that per hour for them to repair it. And so you're going to have an investment in time at the repair facility. You're going to have an investment in parts. And if they truly know what they're doing and they can just say, hey, you know, it needs this part. The part's 50 bucks, $125 to install it, and you'll be good. So you're into it 175 You pick up the RV, and it works great. Hey, that's perfect. You know, that makes life easier. But it's not always that way, especially on older dishes and sometimes the technicians. And I'm not knocking the technicians or the service center. It's just reality. They don't know everything about everything. Maybe they're not that familiar with Weingard. They work on a different brand, and that's what they push and sell at the dealership. And so when Weingard one comes in, they're not as familiar. They have to call Weingard to get some help. So maybe the diagnosis won't be spot on the first time. Things to be aware of. That's reality. It's the same with cars sometimes. I'm sure everybody's taken their car into a dealership or a repair shop to get it fixed. And the first time they go to fix it, um, you just threw away some money on that one because they were wrong. You take it back in the second time they get it, or maybe it's the third time. So sometimes you can run into problems with satellite dishes, whether it's Weingard or any other brand. But I have called Weingard. They are helpful. They try to be as helpful as they can. They're a large company, but they sometimes will miss the boat. So back to King and their satellite dish. And the one that I'm talking about here, it's their portable receiver. It's the King dish tailgate receiver. So this thing's portable and you can get it set up with the Wally receiver. And we have them online at eBay for $449. So that's pretty cheap compared to $1,200, $1,300, $2,000 to have one permanently mounted on your roof. And what's cool about the King ones, not only the dish receiver, you can buy it in the bundle or out of the bundle, but I recommend the bundle if you're going to get it and you don't have a receiver. Heck, even if you have a receiver, just buy the bundle, man. Because what's cool is with the dish bundle, comes with the Wally receiver, but you don't have to have that Wally receiver active all the time. In other words, when you get it, you don't have to call up Dish and say, hey, I want to turn on my Wally receiver for my RV, and you're just going to be paying for it month after month after month. No, you just call up Dish when you're ready to use your RV. If you're going to be out for two weeks, you call them up. Hey, I'm going to be gone this time frame. It's all going to be in the month of December, and they just bill you for that month. Pretty simple. If you're going to be gone for two months, three months, six months, whatever, you can just pay for it during that time. You don't have to pay for the full year is the point I'm making. And a lot of RVers are doing that. They're paying for their service year round. They're taking the receivers out of their home, you know, which is a hassle. This thing is sweet and the it's portable. So you can either just put it on the ground you can, or on a picnic table, a bench, whatever you want to do. And I know there's the worry of theft. You know, these things do get stolen. They have gotten stolen. Because they're, you know, not super cheap and they're easy to walk away with. You can lock them up, which can prevent theft or slow it down. But the other option is to mount it on the roof. They do have a quick mount system for the roof. So you can leave it up on the roof, whether you're traveling or not, which is pretty darn cool. So you can leave it on the roof and use it up there. And I like that because this thing in a few years, if it becomes outdated, obsolete for $449, you can throw it away. You can give it to somebody. In a few years, if they have a new model that's a little bit better and you want to upgrade, you can give this to someone else and it's still going to work. But when it gets to that point where it's no longer working or it's obsolete and it's not worth repairing, you can just buy another one. You don't have as big of an investment in it. I'm not saying you just throw these things away, and I'm not saying $449 is chump change, but it's not a lot of money compared to other things that we spend money on pretty regularly, pretty freely. 
and you're not going to have big holes in the roof. It's a nice little system, and King has it figured out. This is probably one of the best packages I've ever seen, and I'm not claiming to be a satellite expert, but this is a pretty cool system. And that's what we look for, or I look for, is when manufacturers come out with products that make absolute sense. Where in the back of your mind, you're thinking, I wonder what's going to happen in five years when there's no parts available for this, when they stop supporting it. It's real simple. When you get to that point, and you might go eight years, then maybe they stop supporting it in five, but you go eight years, so you got three extra years out of it. You just buy another one, and by then, the technology's changed, so you're almost going to need a new one anyways. And technology does change. Technology itself will make things that are working fine obsolete. You know, I'm surrounded by computers, laptops, desktops, iPads, iPhones. You know, I have computers at home, computers at work. And, you know, sometimes you buy a new computer and some of your favorite programs stop working because they're older programs. So you have to buy new programs. It's the same with satellite. It's the same with anything with technology. Things change. So that's just my observation on a satellite dish. And I love this, the tailgater from Di- or from King with the dish package or the bundle. This thing is awesome. And we've sold quite a few of them. And I'm not telling you to buy it from us. Shop online. You might be able to find it cheaper. But these things are cool. And we've had no problems with them. No one complaining it doesn't work. No complaints whatsoever. In fact, we did a giveaway on Facebook. Everybody and their brother wanted it. We had hundreds of people sign up. Just a little ad we ran for a month. Hundreds and hundreds of people signed up because they wanted this thing because they know how good it is. So check it out. So that's the our episode on WineGuard antennas and King satellite dishes. Now, I do have another thing I want to mention here. A lot of RVs, whether they're trailers, fifth wheels, motorhomes, they have compartment a lot. All of them have compartment doors of some kind. So when you have that unfortunate mishap where you back into a pole, someone drives into the side of your RV, you swipe, side swipe something and you destroy a compartment door, a baggage door, don't worry about it. It's going to cost you money. It's going to cost somebody some money, maybe your insurance company, but there is a way to fix it. There's a company, they have a website. It's um, compartmentdoors.com and you can get compartment doors for class A motorhomes, class C motorhomes, for trailers, all the above. I checked out their website again today because it's been a while since I've found this company and I just wanted to make sure it works and a website comes up. I've talked to them in the past and they can make it look just like the factory door. And quite often you can't go to the back to the factory to buy a compartment door. You know, they've discontinued that model. They've discontinued the door, whatever it might be. So it's a great option for you if you have to replace a compartment door and you can't find one locally. To be quite honest with you, there's not a lot of options for compartment doors to begin with. There never has been. But with some of the newer RVs, you got the big, you know, aluminum doors, big fiberglass doors, you know, on the Class A motorhomes, the basement models. So these guys can probably make one for you. I'm pretty sure they can make just about anything. They might have a, you know, a pattern for it or a mold for it. So that makes it much better but I believe they can work off dimensions or an old door. You can send them that and they can figure this out. So anyways, that's compartmentdoors.com. So check them out. That's going to conclude today's episode. And I want to thank everybody for listening. It's been a great show. There's a lot of good information. And remember to share these episodes with others. It's invaluable sometimes. You know, when your TV stops working, hey, we got to get it going, right? Or you need to get Netflix or the, all the satellite channels. You got to have the right dish. So thank you again for listening. This is Eric Stark with Radio Arizona RV.